0: special matinee edition of the pnc progression wrestling podcast it is sunday afternoon i'm elio he's ben ben how's it going
1: good man good i uh you you got me out of bed um i was i was awake but i was just chill i was just chilling out uh doing some uh doing some reading before it, you uh, messaged me and and Obviously, by the fact that you appeared on my screen, that means your power outage issue was resolved. So, good yes. to, you. Good to good see you. It's good to be back. We, we miss you, man. I had a, um, my, minus one of the shows I was watching, I had a very uh, boring evening, kind of. Oh,
0: I know. I was walking around the house going "I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I don't, I don't blame you for any of that whatsoever. Uh, you know, it, it's it sucks when technology doesn't work. It, it's so necessary, but at the same time, it's like when it when it doesn't work, or wrestling fans decide to be assholes. You know, then technology is terrible. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we have a uh, packed show for you. Yeah, we do. The last time you heard from us, we had a very um, specific um, conversation regarding the Sasha Banks and Naomi scandal.
0: Sorry, before you go on, uh, did you say that you found new uh, stuff that came out of that?
1: Well... <sighs> or no? I... At least I, I found it to be... New because th- th- they were talking about the contract situations oh, okay. for for both uh, N- Naomi and Sasha, saying that their contracts expire in two months. Well, if they're suspended indefinitely and they're clearly uh, not on good terms with the company right now, then it's um. They're probably not going to be showing back up, so I just find the the it, I find it kind of funny, and I also I also got really pissed. I know this is I know this is raw, but since we're uh, since we're discussing the 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 Sasha Banks situation, it kind of expanded through multiple shows uh, this week.
0: Oh yeah, yep.
1: Because. Because not only did we get the contract stuff, Michael Cole, with Vince McMahon in his ear, I heard that. Go on. Decides to you know was was instructed to cut this cut this um, very serious, uh, very uh, shoot style deal, which it was a hundred percent legit because Vince. I guarantee you, Vince fed um, Michael Cole every line of this about how disappointed they are in Sasha and Naomi, uh, and how they let millions and millions and millions of fans down. It was just like, what are they cutting a promo on about the Rock? But what, what what is this? You know, and and the thing that the thing that bothers me about this whole thing, I think more than anything. Because I understand both sides of the argument, even though I am firmly um, in the corner of Sasha Banks and Naomi regarding, uh, I would say eighty-five percent of it. Um, the only part that I didn't that I found to be unprofessional uh, f- from from them from a strictly business perspective is the fact that they walked out during the show. But that being said, given everything that was going on, um, I, I understand it completely. Um, so I'm, I'm not bad. I'm just saying from a strictly business perspective, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, uh, that goes very well because everybody has a boss that tells them to do things that they don't like. And, um, and you know you still have to do it, or you don't have a job. But in uh, in Sasha Banks' case, as I told you on on uh, our special presentation show, mm-hmm. she she doesn't need WWE, man. She, I I, mean, I don't I don't think so. And especially with the breaking news about the contract situation, well, you know what's the point? Uh, but but that that, that being said. Vince is not going to let um, Sasha go. I, I, not not at all because she she already requested her release several years ago and she didn't get it. So, and then the other the, the other part of this that that is, um, inter- interesting to me. Um, and this. Well, More and more stuff is is coming out against, um, you know, against Sasha. And you're not hearing anybody say hardly anything about Naomi, and we know exactly why. And it's just... So these ladies, specifically Sasha, are being blasted for being unprofessional, but yet you, you smear them on the air... But yet you 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 know you take all their merchandise off you know and I I just don't get it so I think there's I think I think there's I think there's bad blood on both sides but by and large I definitely agree with uh, Sasha Banks on this one and Naomi because you know Everybody knows all you have to do is watch the show and, and see how they're, they're, they are you know portrayed on TV in terms of the overall women's division right? Because Sasha was given uh, the responsibility along with Naomi to elevate the tag team titles. That was their job and then Vince does this so I mean I get, I get it but aside from what I just said about the new stuff and the contract contract situations because I'm, I'm just I'm done talking about it because I'm, I'm getting tired of of going around in circles but I just wanted to uh, bring you that new information regarding the, the contracts being up and that's and that should be an interesting little subplot in the soap opera that this has become. Um, but uh, get, getting to um, Monday Night Raw now because we did we did not discuss any on air uh, m- material. Um, let's get to the many low points and the seldom high points. Of Monday Night Raw. Elio, I think you're going to go first because you're taking the lead on on Raw. God bless All you, right. sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: my uh, first, uh, okay, high points I have are Riddle Jimmy Uso, Becky Lynch and Asuka. For low points, I have Veer Mahan versus Mustafa Ali, Bobby Lashley and Omas, and Alexa Bliss versus Sonia DeVille.
1: I agree with every single low point. Uh, let me add some of my um, some of my own Our uh, truth and uh, the uh, 24-7 title bullshit. That, I mean, that's a given. Um, I'll, I'll give um, another low point to almost and Bobby Lashley. I just couldn't Possibly care any less about about Omos. I understand um, why they that they gave MVP Omos to manage because he's doing his best to get it over, um, and and he deserves credit for that. It, it's not working. It, I mean, and the Undertaker says Omos is supposed to be, you know, Andre the Giant. What are you doing? It's like, you know, it's like every single time I mention no mess, I got to bring up that point because I just can't believe it. And it's like, what the hell? Um, so, so there was that. And then... Um, high points... Or I, actually, I have one more low point. I'm actually going to say that... um That Becky Lynch... And Asuka was a low point, and hear and hear me out, okay. because because of the commercials, it took a nine minute and fifty two uh, second match down to a four minute match. Wow, and and it's just that's what you're going to give to Becky Lynch and Asuka? Y- you know, and, and, and yet you, you ask me why, you know, I get so upset about the presentation of the women's division and all, and all of the stuff that comes along with it. And it's a lot of stuff, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, El- Elio and I can both attest to the fact that that watching this show and managing to stay awake—and there are good parts—and I'll, I'll get to that in, in a second. I'm, I'm I'm not blind to that either. But by and large, if I'm able to stay awake for the entire three hours, it is an accomplishment. You know, I because. I turned down the volume on, on most of the show because the commentators um, just suck. I mean, they don't suck, but just the lines that they're being fed... Yep. I You know, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, you know, it, uh, Jimmy Smith uh, made a boo-boo on, uh, on Raw that Corey... Uh, I just you know, I don't I don't get it. But but high points, um, were uh, oh, and another low point. I'm sorry, Elio. One more, and then we'll get to the high points. Uh, this Lacey Evans uh, presentation, I I understand it, and it's it is based in reality because she. She is a former Marine. She's been through a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, a lot of tragic family stuff in terms of addiction and, and death under very unfortunate circumstances. Um, but that being said, why can't they just present her as a, as a legit badass? Because every single time that Lacey Evans comes on the screen, I'm like no, no, no. I have the same reaction when Raquel Gonzalez comes on SmackDown. We'll get we'll get to that later on. But it's just like, what is this? Like Lacey Evans can't cut a promo to save her life. But I, I, I will say this promo or this this gimmick is 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 much better suited for her than than the. Sassy Southern Bill, because that wasn't yeah, working. Um, so the I like the idea of of this, but the execution of it to me so far has been just horrific. And you know, and let's be honest, uh, Lacey Evans. I mean, like, like I said, this is, this is nothing personal. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Um, but I just, she's not a good wrestler and they're trying to force her to the top because, because they don't have a, they don't have a women's division, well, a a good women's division in terms of how they're presented on TV. It's terrible on paper. They have an extremely good one, but because, because they have not, uh, you know, paid enough attention to elevating everybody in the division rather than just a select number of names, it becomes an issue. Um, but high, uh, but um, high points um, were was definitely Riddle and uh, Jimmy if so mm-hmm. Um, at, w- at one point, I I legitimately thought that. Uh, Thought that Riddle was injured, apparently, apparently not, based on how he how he recovered after the break. But um, right before they cut to commercial, at one point, you saw the doctor slide in the ring to check on uh, on Riddle, and you know, I've seen them do this in in terms of on TV a few times, and it. It makes sense if they're on the outside of the ring, but you know, or if, if there's blood, because as much as I disagree with it, they have there's no blood in WWE, but there there wasn't any blood, you know, and and it's just if if the doctor is going to be in the ring, just go to commercial, you know, unless you know, because the gimmick the gimmick of either faking an injury or something, is just too common. But in this case, I originally thought he was injured because the doctor stood in the ring, but apparently not. So I didn't like that. Um, and then, and then the, uh, the only other high point that I had was the, the Cody Rhodes promo, uh, uh, accepting the challenge from Roll- from from Er, no, Cody Rhodes issued the challenge. I'm sorry, uh, to uh, to face Rollins in a uh, Hell in the Cell match. Um, after after uh, what after what Rollins did to Cody last week. You know, stomping his face into the table. I, I, I really like the promo, and I, I, I love how Cody is being presented. I hope that this is not a, a temporary thing, uh, because so, so far, Cody has absolutely been booked flawlessly. So good on them for that, and I am looking forward to, to that match.
0: Oh yeah, I have to ask you. When you think of that Cody countdown,
1: the, I'm sorry, the what?
0: The Cody countdown, the clock that they have.
1: No, I I I I don't like it. But, <laughs> but <laughs> having said that, it presents Cody in a way that is prestigious. So I I respect the effort.
0: But didn't she catch up? What they the, they made the mess up? They did. They, they said that this is a Cody versus Seth 4
1: No, I didn't catch that.
0: Yeah, they said this is a Cody versus Rollins. Cody through Seth Rollins for the fourth time. No, it's three times. Yeah. I I did something? Did they have a tag team match in between that?
1: No, as as far as as far as I can recollect, Teddy Long did not come out to make a tag team match. Okay, so or, I, I don't know where they got four from. So uh, I don't
0: know. All
1: right. But um, yeah, that's all. That's all I had for uh, RAW. So that's it for Monday at RAW. Okay.
0: That was relatively
1: (laughs) painless, I should
0: say. (laughs) Yes, it was. Okay. Now, first, before we go into NXT, um, let me do a quick three match uh, recap here. NXT Level Up, which I I kind of want to try and get back into just because. They show some of the guys that we I see on regular NXT even before they debut on NXT and have a match. So, match number one, we have Javier Bernal defeating Bryson Montana, Ivy Nile defeated Lisa Leone by a submission, and in the main event, Josh Briggs defeated Quincy Elliott. And I couldn't tell you who they are. <laughs> All right, now on to NXT, episode 506. can't believe it's only been 500 episodes of NXT.
1: Um, well, let's, let's be real. NXT and NXT 2.0 are two different things. This is not, you know.
0: Yeah, I get it, no, I get it. All right, the first uh, match we had... Cameron Grimes and the defeating Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. This was a good match, one of my high points.
1: I real I really like Carmelo Hayes and uh, and
0: um wait, Cameron wait, Grimes. Wait. I, was saying, I was about to say, you're not gonna say Trick Williams, are you? <laughs>
1: no, no, hell no, no,
0: no. I don't think anyone likes Trick Williams. Alright, so and then uh, after that we had the continuation of the Women's NXT Breakout Tournament, Lash Legend defeated Tatum Paxley.
1: Is, um... Is Lash Legend improving at all?
0: She's, um, Slowly getting there. She still needs a lot of work, but uh, not as bad as, like, the, the beginning.
1: As a, as a three-minute uh, clip on, uh...
0: This would this match? They gave three minutes fifty four
1: seconds. No, I, no, I know, but um, no, I'm saying this one. A little, a little while, a little while back, there was a there was a match that had to be so heavily edited that they. No, I know which one
0: you're talking about. Was that yeah. was the whole match itself? Was that three minutes, or was that just a video?
1: No, that was just a video because the match I was so I'm... bad that they had to make a video out of it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, and no, you know what, uh, she, she still needs a lot of work, but she has, she is improving a little. I think uh, working with Natalia has uh, helped uh, some. Cool. Then we had the Viking Raiders defeating the Creed Brothers.
1: Oh, God, the Viking Raiders.
0: <sighs> yeah, This was a good match. It was one of my high points. The last legend was a low point. Another low point for me: Grayson Waller defeating Andre Chase.
1: Now I have to disagree with you there because I actually, I actually, I I like, kind of like Grayson Waller. I was I was really put off on him on by him uh, because of how. Not it wasn't him. I'm just saying, like when he attacked. uh, Johnny Gargano on his way out. Yeah, I, I I get it, but like you don't do that to Johnny, you know to Johnny. I I, I didn't like it. so anyway.
0: Yep, yeah, this is we, a great, great. This Grayson Wall versus Andre Chase. Andre Chase is terrible. Andre Chase, oh my god! And I can't believe they did this during the match. You know what he was doing during the match?
1: What's what's that? He,
0: he was like, give me a seat. H A S E. What that spell? And the, the audience is like, chase you. I'm like, no, stop. Okay, uh-huh, so that okay, the women's tournament continues with Roxanne Perez, who I am a big fan of, defeating Keanu James. And uh, Nathan Fraser defeated Wes Lee. Poor Wesley.
1: Or <laughs> Wesley.
0: And in the main event, it was Santos Escobar defeating Tony D'Angelo. Uh,
1: Santos Escobar is the absolute. He's the man.
0: Okay, I have to ask you, what do you think about this Tony D'Angelo? Um, I, I, I'm
1: not feeling it. You don't um, you know, like this whole, the of NXT? <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, is it—is it funny? Is it entertaining? Uh... Yes, but, but, but it's just, um, I was very put off with his match against uh, Tommaso Ciampa. And I,
0: I, to, I told you about the two guys he brought in now, right? No. Oh, okay, there's, uh, I, um, I can't think of the guy's name. The last name is Lorenzo. They call him Stax, and the other guy is Troy Donovan. They call him Two Dimes.
1: Nice. You know, I was, yeah. I, I, was, I was just watching the Goodfellas before I came on, or Goodfellas before I came on the air. Good, good movie. Uh, are they trying to fucking you know, recreate that? Please don't do it. Stack said
0: two times, and we're going to see them in action next week on NXT. Yay! <laughs> they're gonna, because they're gonna they're gonna face Idris Adafi
1: and Malik and, uh, Blade. I cannot tell I cannot tell you. I'm i quivering in excitement, and I hope you can. I hope you have towels to wipe up my sarcasm that's dripping all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, like, I'm, I, I agree with you, but I was, really, oh. I was being sarcastic about it.
0: Alright, so that was NXT, NXT level up. Uh, we're going to move on to AEW Dynamite. Alright, low point. Um, no, we're going to start with high point, actually. Now I have uh, two high points. I have Adam Page versus Konosuke Takeshita. And I have Kyle O'Reilly and Ray Phoenix.
1: Absolutely.
0: For low low points, I have Johnny Elite versus Samoa Joe. And I'm sorry I have to do that to Joe, but uh, I didn't like uh, the – because everyone thought it was going to be Johnny Gargano, and then here we have John Morrison coming out to the ring.
1: I you know? i that, yeah but but yeah you, you had you had to acknowledge you had to acknowledge something it was it was nice to see um it was nice to see J- johnny uh, like, presented seriously and not this you know ridiculous <laughs> uh,
0: oh with the with the moist t v yeah that's true oh my uh, God, I, I hate
1: that word. <laughs> so do I sorry. Okay, next okay, one. We're, we're 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 banning. You know, on the other show, you you ban. Uh, you know, s- certain theme songs, right? We're 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 gonna ban some words on this podcast. Yeah, moist and cringe.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, my next uh, low point is Keith Swift Strickland versus the Horseman. Yeah, I
1: agree.
0: Now, Jericho Appreciation Society, because I thought one of the stuff that Jericho was saying was really bad, especially when he said, nice to see you, Regal. I thought, I'm surprised to see you. I thought you were
1: dead. That one was just bad. Well, you know, the the thing is, um, you, you know, those two guys are are very good friends, so I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it was cleared, but I just, I, I don't like that. But but I just, um, I
0: just don't like the whole circle appreciation of society at all. I just No,
1: don't. no, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, Eddie Kingston and and proud and powerful uh, kicking their ass. That
0: have a question.
1: Because, because 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 conju- uh, I'm sorry because contrary to what um, Chris Jericho thinks he is not a wizard. <laughs> All right, he did not
0: graduate from Hogwarts Academy. <laughs> no, I have, I have a question. No, it's
1: not Hogwarts Academy. Oh, okay. What is it? I'm, 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 I'm sorry, folks. Elliot was unfamiliar with Harry Potter, which which I find. Absolutely egregious. Um, it's Hogwarts School of Witchcraft I and I call it Hogwarts
0: Academy. I know it's Hogwarts School of Wizard and Magic. <laughs>
1: no. Fine. What is it? Let's Hogwarts, go. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry.
0: Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Okay, there we go. Oh, God. God, you have to be so specific here.
1: <laughs> well, well, because because Harry Potter is a, a, a classic piece of, um, of Americana. You know, it's just you were twelve years old, thirteen years old, sir. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. But it's, don't be talking shit about my Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm not. I like Harry Potter. I gotta watch them again. I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna take a picture and uh, and send you something here.
0: Oh, gee. Uh. <laughs> Hang okay. on. So, yeah, Jericho. And I have a question for you. What's that? Does Undertaker know that Chris Jericho took his purple gloves?
1: Because at first, at, at first, I thought you know, edge had he had them on loan from the Undertaker. But yeah, I caught that too. <laughs>
0: Like what is going on? Okay, and the end of Cold Jeff Hardy uh, match, I gave us a low point. And here's my last one: the Wardlow segment.
1: Oh, I oh, I completely disagree with you there. I thought that was a high point. But um, what's,
0: okay. What's the
1: rationale? I'm just curious.
0: No, I, I just don't get like what the point of the ten la- these ten lashes is.
1: Well, well, because because unlike the unlike the segment that they had with Cody Rhodes the first time they did it, yeah, which. I was concerned about them doing it a second time because they
0: already... this is why I gave a little point on the other show as well. It's because, maybe I, because I don't get the point, so go on.
1: But, the the point being is, unlike Cody Rhodes, who was in drastic Pain and and selling his ass off and, you know... Wardlow, with the original Ten Lashes, wasn't, he was not flinching with the exception of, like, two... Um, but he, I mean, he was smiling, he was, he was cheesing at the camera, like, he was just no, no selling anything that, that MJF was doing, and MJF was getting incredibly pissed off.
0: Oh, you know, no, no, I get that part, I don't get, like, the point of the 10 lashes in general, like, why, 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 what's the point, purpose of the 10 lashes? Before they have their actual
1: match, because because if um, if the if Wardlow doesn't take those lashes, then MJF is not gonna is not gonna allow the match to take place because oh, Wardlow okay. is t- Wardlow is under contract to MJF.
0: Okay, so yes, he the entire
1: just, the entire point of this match is to, to to get to get wardlow to beat down mjf and 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 get out of his contract with him that's that, that's the entire arc of oh, what okay. they've been building
0: oh okay. no because i just i even with the cody Rhodes thing i like why 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 10 lashes like i don't get it they, they could have done anything they have to go with 10 lashes okay But, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Five points, so points. What do you have?
1: Um, well, a lot of, a lot of the same, um, why, why am I, what the hell? What?
0: Uh Hold on. We'll be right back, folks. All right, fans, we'll be back shortly.
1: And, uh. Leo, I have to tell you, you did a fantastic job with the hype, with your high points, because I don't have one single thing to add uh, with that. So I am not going to, uh, you know, extend your evening or late afternoon uh, by uh, by adding my own. You did good. I right. um, and then low points. I had um, I had the main event between Adam Cole and Jeff Hardy. Look, I love AEW. I love a lot of what they bring to the table Mm -hmm. in terms of in terms of in ring product and all that stuff. But they they need to get their time management under control. Yeah this this main event started with you know like four like you know 4 minutes left in the show oh wow and it's just it's ridiculous oh and then the, the, there actually was one more one more high point i really enjoyed the uh, the going back and forth between Keasley and uh well no that's not a hype. I mean I, I enjoyed it but it was it wasn't nece- it wasn't necessary in terms of time. Oh, know, but Keith, um Keith Lee, what are they doing with him? <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't know. But oh. uh but anyway and then the to catch the I agree with you, that was awesome. Um but this Anything with the with the um, with the women's division, I, I don't understand. I didn't like um, I didn't like Chris Santlander and, and um, Jade Cargill.
0: Or no, sorry, Red Velvet. Well, yeah, Jade Cargill was there too.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I, you know, like I like Jade Cargill, but that, but it's just anything to do with the women's division that doesn't. That involve, you know, Britt Baker or, um, or Serena Deeb or Thunder Rosa. It's, it's just, there, there's a drastic drop off in quality of matches when certain performers are not involved. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very obvious. Um, and, um, I I do I understand why um why Chris Santander was added to the tournament in the way that she was because of Hikaru Shida. Um but I still don't like it when people come in and and don't ha- and don't have to earn anything. There's no you know I mean I mean, they're just in the tournament. You know what I mean? I just I don't like it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and then you know, what is what is her what is her what is her character now? Yeah, no character. It's just.
0: You're talking about Chris Setlander, right?
1: Yeah, but but at least yeah, she tra- what,
0: yeah. What is her character? He, like she was like Galaxies or uh, whatever alien, and now what is she? Yeah. And, oh, and then
1: of uh, 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 I know I'm, I know that we agree on this but can we just talk about how great Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix was good god that was awesome but yeah other than that um, oh and, and I really I really like the, um, the the I really like the Eddie Kingston part of the of the of the segment with um, the to Jericho Appreciation Society. His, his 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 part was a high point. The rest of it, but but that's all I have for uh, Dynamite. So we'll move on to uh, uh, Rampage because Rampage, yeah, because um, because it was. It was recorded oh, before. Oh, okay, no, okay, yeah, yeah. So, Wait, what time was it on this week? Oh, I don't know. Five, I think five thirty again. Oh, so that's
0: odd hour. Okay, yeah. Go on rampage. What do we
1: have? Um, I, uh, I don't under, I don't understand this. House of Black versus Evil Uno, uh, Ten and Fuego del sol Low point because why is House of Black who should be positioned to be taking those those um, you know trio, trios tag team titles and I understand that that's what they're doing but what, but the Dark Order is a low level tag team it should have just been a splash match you know and House of Black should have been absolutely dominant. Not, it shouldn't have taken ten, ten minutes for this. Uh, so, so that, that that was a low point. Although I, I i really I really like House of Black, but they they got to get some direction. The the, um, the the back and forth because of um, because of the visa situation, I'm assuming, or you know, border situations with um, Pack. I understand it, but I think it hurts them. And then uh, the, the other low point was Sean Spears versus Big Damo, aka Killian Dane. Good oh, God! Wow. Okay, that's who that is. Yeah. Good God, he he looked like the reincarnation of of, of A Train before he got all the tattoos. You know, okay. I mean. I mean, he was, you know, even, even, um, you know how he used to complain, like, please wear a shirt, your body hair is disgusting. Yeah. Even Chris Jenica was like, look at, the, look at the sweater he's wearing. <laughs> 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 you know, and, and, and it's just, it, it wasn't good. Um, neither was uh, re- the actual match between Red Velvet and Chris Statlander. Uh,
0: No good, good. low point, you said.
1: Yeah, low point, for sure. It just wasn't. Yep. Um, And then... uh, High high points, I would say... um, The only high point that I, I would really give, I think... And this might be me being uh, generous. Is, um, oh, what? Let's see. I can even find a, a, a high point, for God's sake. Let's see. It might be challenging because, because it just, I think it just kind of drags. Oh yeah, uh, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus Brian Danielson and, and John Moxley. Okay. I, I like that one. But you know but it, it wasn't it wasn't a fantastic episode and I think after um I think after
0: Double or Nothing when the when the
1: Ellen Hart tournament cup or tournament ends what do you what do you say we drop rampage from the from the um schedule? Because I, I just feel like the shows go long and it just doesn't add very much to the show. What do you think yeah,
0: what what do you think? I mean we can do that, sure. And it lightens the load. Yeah. Alright, so uh is that only a for rampage? Yes, sir. All
1: right, uh, moving on to SmackDown. Oh no! <laughs> oh God. Well, well, I will give I will give them massive credit for this. I always have to be fair. I think they did a really good job of building the main event all night long, and they proved me wrong because I thought it was going to be like some kind of. Um. Real bullshit ending, like they were gonna pull, they were gonna put the match off or something, and not unify the belts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the the way that it was, the way that it was done, you know, the build up, the video package, and the actual match was awesome. So, massive credit to them for that. Absolutely, the rest of the show sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's it sucks. I I don't know what to say. If the bloodline is not involved, the show fucking sucks. Okay, yeah, I agree. You know how many? I have a question for you. Okay, and, and the and, and the only other actually the only other high point would have been Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke I did enjoy I did enjoy that. Yep. But let me let me let me ask you a question. How many times do we have to see some combination of the New Day versus Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch? Because now, this week it was Butch versus Xavier Woods. Like, how many, like, just how, how many times? And then the other low point was Shotzi versus Raquel Gonzalez- Oh you didn't even like that. Uh, no. You, you know just... what?
0: You know what, hold on. I have that as my low point as well. I just really I like Shazi. I just really hate how they're using her on the show.
1: Yeah, well I think I think she's gonna get a phone call from uh, from our not so favorite person. Uh uh, Johnny skateboard bitch. I,
0: I mean, I, I had this my high point and my low point. The high point because I like Shawnee, just hate the way they're using her. But my low point because she lost
1: the match. And, and let's let's talk about the presentation of Raquel. Sm- smile like the, you know like a Cheshire cat the entire time. Flex your muscles. Let's see how muscular you are. We know. Stop, please. <laughs> Just, what was wrong with her in, in NXT? Uh, I don't understand it. I, truly. But, um, you, you know, I, there's nothing else that I can say about SmackDown. Other, other than what I mentioned before. As Michael Cole talked about Sasha Banks and Naomi letting us all down. Okay? Well, I have to tell you, they're blasting primarily Sasha because, God forbid, they do anything to upset the only, the only thing that's keeping SmackDown alive. Um, but it's just... So they're calling... Sasha, I'm professional, but yet they they blast her on the air when um, when she got in trouble for not for not handling business uh, the right way, which which partially I can understand, but if if anyone if anyone thinks that this is professional events, what the hell, like. You know, he, he can't have it both ways. It, it's just, like, it's disgusting. Um, so, it, uh, I'm, I'm kind of done, like I said earlier, talking about Sasha and Naomi. And, and I I really like those, guys, those two girls. I think they're amazing. Um... And and I hope that the, I hope it works out for him. Um, you know, and even and even as I'm reading this review, the the reviewer is saying the exact same thing. Let me let me read this, okay? I think, I
0: think the reviewer was uh, also calling in. We just heard, I just heard the phone ring. Sorry, nothing calls, but we'll listen, we'll I'll uh, read your
1: review on air. Go
0: on. What do you have?
1: So, um, so so they, so he, he said it's weird for WWE to actually do what they say they're going to do from week to week to the next, but now it's horrible for Sasha and Naomi to do the same thing. That's a very WWE reaction, and I don't mean that in a good way. It's it, it's it, exactly right. It's, it, it's the double standard, and it's hypocritical. And, you know, it's just... You can't have it both ways. You know? And that's why that's why I'm calling that's why I'm calling out certain aspects of both sides. Um you know, there was there was heat on both sides, but how how could you not understand where they're coming from? I mean I mean where especially Sasha, because Naomi's not taking the heat for this. I guarantee I guarantee you. Even even if even if the reports weren't all over the internet, anyone watching the show could tell you that Naomi wasn't going to take the heat for this because of, you know because of her you know connections and stuff with the you know being married into you know the biggest family in, in wrestling pretty much. So, you know, it's just dirty, grimy, you know, either way, and I'm just kind of done talking about it. But uh, that's it for SmackDown. Trust me, folks, you missed very little
0: if you didn't watch
1: SmackDown. And I don't
0: even have to say anything because I have the same uh, high points, low points as you. I'm just going to add happy talk. I'm going to add Gunther versus uh, Drew Gulak.
1: To the low points? Just
0: because it's Drew Gulak, I mean
1: Oh my god. Wow.
0: Though, yeah, yeah, let low points, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. That that makes sense.
0: Alright, so that are those are uh, that is the weekend wrestling. And now on to the fun stuff.
1: That was nice and quick, don't you think?
0: Yes it was. Now we can move on to the fun the actual fun stuff. So I have a list for you. I have a couple of lists actually. I found one uh, while we were doing the weekend wrestling. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna throw that one out there first. Now Ben, (laughs) this is top the top ten movies from the '80s that are too perfect to uh, to be remade or to have a sequel. Yeah, yeah, no, the top ten, they're too perfect for a remake. Are you ready? Yeah. Number ten. No, sorry, it's not the, the top nine. No, number nine, Full Metal Jacket.
1: Well, I, I, I agree, that's a great movie.
0: Number eight we have Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You don't fuck with that.
1: Absolutely not. Number
0: number seven, Rain Man. Another one you don't mess with.
1: Rain Man is is an incredible, incredible movie. Yep, I saw it at the
0: theaters when it came out in 88. Number six, Blue Velvet.
1: I never saw that movie.
0: Neither did I. I should check it out. Number five, here the top five, Do the Right Thing
1: never even heard of that
0: and number four we have Dead Society
1: I love that movie my god I miss Robin Williams so much yep
0: number three we have Raging Bull
1: I mean I've seen clips and stuff but I never actually sat down and watched the movie
0: number two we have Stand and Deliver uh
1: never saw that either
0: And the number one movie that is too perfect for a remake, you do not touch this one at all, is Back to the Future.
1: Uh, well, no argument there.
0: I mean, that's part of the theme of the show,
1: for God's sake. No, I'm
0: saying, you know how everyone is wanting to remake movies uh, today? You don't remake that movie.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Now the other list I have for you is that this is a general list. It's not like uh, a list of today or this is a general list of top ten factions in WWE.
1: Okay, right. see, I see it. ladies and gentlemen, this is this is going to be a study in contrast, right? Uh-oh. here. because you you just saw. Or, oh, well, not saw. Par, pardon me, uh, heard. That uh, I was in very, very enthusiastic agreement with this last list, um, but I, I think I think we're about to encounter a rant, perhaps. <laughs> oh no! Uh, okay, continue. All right.
0: Okay. At number ten, we have King Booker's Court. What? King Booker's
1: court. As a top ten, I don't think so.
0: Do you remember remember this faction?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: It had King Booker, Queen Charmel, Finley, and William Regal.
1: Yeah, yeah, but no.
0: That's all the way number ten. Number nine, we had the Nexus.
1: I can see that.
0: At number eight, the Authority. Oh, god! <laughs> At number seven, the Wyatt Family.
1: Doesn't higher. They got. They got absolutely screwed.
0: At number six, the Undisputed Era.
1: Holy shit! they should've been... I think they should've been higher, but I'm, I'm happy that they're on the list.
0: Here are your top five factions. At number 5 Degeneration D-Generation X. Okay. At number four, The Bloodline.
1: Okay. At number three, The New Day. You know, I'm just over The New Day. It's like, yep. it's like you know, stop. And, and number
0: two, the shield. I
1: I can see that.
0: And number one, evolution.
1: Wow that list is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. Where are the, where are the four horsemen at? Huh? Um can someone explain that to me? Were they in the WWE? Well, I mean, I mean, it's just. Um, I think there, there were, there were different. Uh, well, no, you're, you're right, but we're, we're, okay. I'm, I'm wrong. Maybe
0: no, I. No, no, i no, like uh, this is like the top ten factions in the WWE. That's why okay. I guess that's why they didn't include them. Yeah. Okay. All right, so those are the lists um, that I have for Ben. Now, before we get into the tournament, Ben, I have uh, three questions to ask you. What's that? All right, now, these are the two of them we asked last week on the, on the other show, and one is going to be coming up this week. All right? So the first question we asked, and I sh- I didn't even put this up on my TikTok page because I forgot about this one. But the first question is: Roman Reigns ready for Hollywood? Yes or no? Um,
1: yeah, yes, but I'm kind of like this I think he's done. I I honestly think he he might be done as a full time performer. Uh, hang hang on one second, I, ladies and gentlemen. I need some time to. Gather my thoughts over 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 Roman's situation here. We'll be let's back hit, shortly. Let's hit pause. All right. So,
0: Roman Reigns—is he ready for Hollywood?
1: Um. um yes. I, I. 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 think. I think. This. This is. This is it for him in WWE uh, as a full-time performer. Um, but, um, you know, we'll have to see, because he doesn't have, um, the, he doesn't have the, the catalog that the rock, the rock does, but, you know, even, even as a perfectly, uh, you know, straight man, I can admit that that that, I mean, that's a very good looking dude right there. So it's like, you know, he's, he's tailor-made for, um, for Hollywood. I mean, the girls would, would go absolutely insane. You know. <laughs> so, I can see that.
0: You know what we need? We need Jason
1: Momoa versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> actually, um... They look actually, alike, do they? Actually, actually, there's a clip of um, of of. Uh, uh, a, a, that a fan took where he's yelling at, at Roman at, at a live event. He goes, Roman, I love you in Ipa, man. and Aquaman. And Roman turned around and said, You know what Roman said? What? Roman said, It would have made more money if I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: Okay, so that's it for this question then. nothing. you have anything else out than that it? Uh, no, I'm good. Alright, the next question we have, and we have comments on this one. Is it time for Jungle Boy to go on a singles run? Yes or no?
1: Um, yes, I would say.
0: Okay, and 73% uh, also said yes, while 27% said no. And we have comments, Ben. Yep. I, really, I really wish fans would answer questions. It's not hard, is it?
1: No, but I think it's just because, like, we're we're a, a small show. Uh, you know, the, the Facebook page, honestly... Doesn't do very much of anything. No,
0: I'm saying it's, it's not hard for a fan to answer a question, is it? Yeah. Because here's what the first person wrote. Now, the question is Is it time for Jungle Boy to go on, to go on a singles run? Yes or no? He wrote, Join the WWE. Oh, God. But that's all we're asking. To which uh, this Elio character replied, That didn't really answer the question, but thank you. (laughs)
1: Uh, Well, I agree with our producer.
0: (laughs) Then, uh, Sharp, Sharpedo underscore Repellent wrote, He's the next huge guy in the business, tied with MJF, if not more. Wow.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: All right, so that is uh, now the question we have coming up this week. Which faction is better, the bloodline or evolution? Evolution. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we're going to go with that, but that sounds like a... like a random question that came from one of the, our listeners. So, yeah, we're going to put that in and see what others uh, say this week. And now that we've done that, we're going to move on to the AEW tournament, Ben. I know you're curious to know uh, what happened, what's going on there.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So let's take a look at the AEW tournament. Now, the left brackets, we have Adam Cole versus Brian Danielson. And Ty Conti versus Britt Baker. Now, who do you have between Adam Cole and Brian Danielson?
1: Adam Cole.
0: Uh, all right, and the fans have voted, than 61% went with Adam Cole's team over Brian Danielson, which uh, had 39%. And
1: the next one we. Sorry. Uh, Well I be too bored smart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And in the next match we had Ty Conti versus Britt Baker. Who do you have there? Britt Baker. (laughs) Okay. Um seventy-nine percent voted for Ty Conti while twenty-one went with Britt Baker. I know. It's weird. All right, and then on the right side we have CM Punk versus Malachi Black.
1: I would say CM Punk. Seventy-nine
0: percent also said CM Punk. And our final match in the right bracket: FTR versus John Moxley. Um FTR. Sixty eight percent went with John Moxley.
1: I don't I don't like the the vile thing that song with him. Okay, I...
0: alright. Right. So Ben, we have our final four. It is gonna be Adam Cole versus Ty Conti, and it's gonna be Sam Punk and John Moxley.
1: Um Let's see. Um, well, that's gonna that's gonna be very very interesting because now we're getting down to the to the nitty gritty of this thing. Yeah, this is the final four.
0: All right, so fans, I uh, will put those matches up on TikTok uh, tomorrow, and we will announce the winners of the of- Going into the finals on the next episode, next Saturday night. Now, Ben, it's time for your favorite, your other favorite part of the
1: segment of the show, wrestling roulette. Yes, sir. Um, I gotta redeem. I gotta like redeem myself. I keep get. I keep going on like. you mean redeem yourself. You did well last week. On the last one. It was like 11 and 10. I I, I still want to do a little
0: bit better. All right, so we'll be back shortly while I get my playlist together here. All right, fans, it's time for Wrestling Roulette. I play 11 themes. My co-host has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. Ben, are you ready? Yes, sir. Here is your first one. Undertaker. Undertaker. Uh-huh. Pass. Elijah Burke. One on one. Here we go. Three. Uh, track
1: three. Is that, is that? Um. Oh god. What? What is, what is his name? Um. The um. Alex Riley.
0: Alex Riley, you know what? I, I like this theme.
1: I do too.
0: All right, here we go. Track four. I
1: really don't know.
0: That is Adam Cole. What? Adam Cole, that is his NXT theme. Thunder, boom.
1: I'm so sorry. Holy shit.
0: Death (laughs) Rebel, your music. I don't know. (laughs) It sucks. (laughs) All right, here we go, track five. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, Bo Dallas, Bo-, Bo Dallas, yes, shoot for the stars. That's what my coach is doing.
1: Right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That is
0: the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, they well they really are
1: forgotten <laughs> Right. Alright, okay. next up. The world's largest love
0: machine Viscera.
1: Viscera. Viscera.
0: That one is called Gut Punch. <laughs> what? I mean, here we
1: go. That was a terrible gimmick. Repo, man. Oh, you didn't
0: like that? Come on. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, shit. Come on. That was Repo, man. That was an, that was funny. He that was a cool gimmick.
1: You're such a nerd.
0: Why? Uh, you had to have been there. <laughs> okay, so it's six and three. And track number nine. You ready? No, sorry. Track number ten. You ready? Yep.
1: D five, I don't know.
0: That is Peyton Royce.
1: She is, she is a beautiful woman. I'll tell you that. Track eleven. Here we go. Six and four. A Tyson kid?
0: No. That is Evan Bourne.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Alright, six and five. Here we go. Track 12. Not sure. That is Corey Graves.
1: When's the last time we heard that theme?
0: <laughs> hey, wasn't he supposed to talk about like, making a return to the ring? What happened to that? I
1: don't know. Maybe uh. the doctors won't let him.
0: Alright, 6 and 6. Here we go. What? Track 13. Oh, my sweet
1: birthday. What words could ever
0: possibly That is such a bad theme,
1: (laughs) oh jeez, that is so creepy, birth of fame,
0: birth of fame, oh (laughs)
1: man, that
0: is, jeez, Harvey Whipple is creepy, alright, 7 and 6, here we go, track 14,
1: That was, I think, salmon. Salmon.
0: Yes. Wow. So an eight and six. Wow. What the? All right. RVD. RVD. Nine and six. Alright, track 16. Are you ready? Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, broken man, Hardy. That is such a bad theme.
0: Was yes, it, when
1: was CFO
0: thinking? <laughs> Alright, 10 and 6. Here we go. Track 17. Pass. I have
1: absolutely no clue.
0: That is Jushin Thunder Liger.
1: Wow. Right. I I am so sorry.
0: All right, ten and seven. All right, here we go. Track eighteen. Attention!
1: Attention! Les legionnaires sont là. I.
0: Nothing. No. That is Sylvester Laforte. I have never heard of him. Ever. He was was in the uh, Black and Gold NXT. Alright, 10 and 8, track 19, are you ready? Yeah.
1: And thorn
0: no that is Christian okay remember when, <laughs> remember when he was uh part of the brood but when he would go that was his uh singles theme when he was doing the vampire thing as well oh okay all right that is track 19 so 11, nine. 11, and, eleven and nine. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, track twenty, you ready?
1: Yeah. I I'm probably gonna kick myself because it sounds familiar, but I don't. I don't know. That's Bronson Reed. Oh. Okay.
0: Alright, 10 and 10. Here we go. Last track, Ben.
1: Can you, um, play that again? You just
0: want to hear it because it's so cool. That is the fiend. What? Let me play for you. Let me play the whole thing. Hold on.
1: Well, yeah, I recognize it now, but.
0: Yeah. Alright, ten and eleven. I mean sorry, eleven and ten. No, ten and eleven, yeah. love 10, yeah. eleven. Yeah. Uh okay. It's okay. We got next Saturday night. Alright, what do you say we uh bring the show to a close? Very good. Alright, fans, that is it a Special Sunday afternoon episode of the PSC Progression Wrestling Podcast we'll be back at our normal day and time next week next Saturday night and I will have for you that September 25th episode of uh, Mid-South Wrestling and we'll I'll have a couple of new lists for my co-host and we will have the f- results of the final four from the AEW tournament plus all our weekly uh, segments so for my co host Ben on Elio, this has been the P.C. Bear Show Wrestling Podcast. Ben, say goodnight to the fans.
1: Goodnight to the
0: fans. <laughs>